if you stay ready, you don't ever have to get ready. Let me tell you a couple things that I'm ready for. One, Kylie, I'm ready to be your best friend. Hear me out. I'm black. I know I don't have a gap, but I don't even like basketball players. So, and I don't listen to Kanye, so Kim's husband is sick. I mean, I don't even know if you like black girls no more, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you did, it wouldn't be me, okay? So, I got you. Like, best friend. Like, I hold it down, okay? Other thing I'm prepared for. Number two. Lee Daniels. <coughs> Sis, if you need to hire somebody for Empire to just distract from everything that's going on, I got you, okay? And I ain't even been in a fight since the third grade, okay? And that was because I was stealing all the brown crayons so I could have flesh-colored people when I colored them because there wasn't enough of them, but I needed them. So I'd just be fighting, you know, racial injustice in ways that are not detrimental to society. But I got you. So either way, I'm just saying I'm in a very prepared place for both people. Thank you, Bina. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen. <laughs> and this is going to be a struggle. <laughs> How many like fake starts have we had? The, it's okay. It is yeah. okay. I think we can be real with our podcast friends and be like, yeah. we're tired. It's real life. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so Doyen. Tell us what you've been up to and what you're drinking. Um, to start, I'm drinking. Um, y'all don't judge me too hard, but I got the sweet grooms pineapple jam, and then I got these like tonic water with lemon. It's pretty good, but I just felt weird <laughs> buying a huge handle. They didn't have a small bottle of it, so I bought like the big <laughs> handle of it. <laughs> When Doyen bought the Seagrams, <laughs> she she got in the group chat and was like, I feel my credit score going down. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, Seagrams was like, because I know I've mentioned this on the pod before, but my granddaddy was a bootlegger and he then, used to sell Seagrams right. and Seagrams <laughs> was like my introduction <laughs> into gin. Seagrams was why I thought I didn't like gin. <laughs> Yeah, but it's good, right? <laughs> yeah, I I've had this one and the lime one. It's not bad. Um, I would not drink the straight Seagrams because I can afford a little bit better than that. But like the flavor <laughs> was are fun. <laughs> I'm gonna try it then. I'm gonna try it. And anything pineapple, just like you can't really mess up pineapple, right. except for Bethany Frankel Skinny Girl because that pineapple <laughs> shit they have is nasty. Just like I've said before, all of the skinny girl stuff is nasty, including the pineapple. So what have you been doing this past week? Um, so Sunday, I got to take care of the babies. And I had to change. Ooh, what babies? My church babies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But uh, I had to change one of their diapers. I was threw up on that poor baby. And I decided oh, <laughs> that my baby fever is over. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Don't you have nieces and nephews? Yeah, but my nephew's thirteen. <laughs> the baby, so the baby that was changing them? the diapers for is thirteen. <laughs> I haven't changed diapers in thirteen years. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it, the process doesn't really change, but. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. I bet it was so cute. <laughs> he was like trying to like run off like the changing table. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this kid. I can't like hammer. <laughs> you know, like, I can't use brute force. Oh. And she was like, uh, just give him a toy. And then he sat there with his toy and I could change him. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> this class sounds like it's good practice. Yeah. Practice then. <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise, I had okay. a crafty weekend. So I made the shirt that said, what would Beyonce do? And it's a black shirt. I saw that gold, one. like, foil. I definitely wore it to work today. <laughs> no, I did not see that. I saw something you made for your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. That was on the crafty Instagram. It was some like, um, some like games. <laughs> I figure boys <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, um, everything's been pretty good on my end this past week and weekend. I've been swimming. <laughs> huh? Oh yeah. It has <laughs> It has yeah, it has rained forty days and forty nights. <laughs> it is ridiculous. And for me to be someone who loves my house, who has to be made to leave my house, the fact that I couldn't leave my house, I was going insane. Yeah. And then no one so I live on a hill, on a pretty big hill at that. And at the bottom of the complex before you would leave out, it was just too much water. And um, so I was trapped in the house. No one would come pick me up. I called a couple of my cousins that drive trucks. I was like, come get me. And they were like, we don't want to get out in the rain, which is understandable because both of the two that have, both of them have children. So I get it. They didn't want to dig that, you know, pull their kids out in the rain and everything. But yeah. So um, was it? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Wait, no, Friday night. No, Saturday. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it it wasn't Sunday. Okay? It wasn't Sunday. I think it was Saturday night that I I left the house and went to uh Zaxby's mm-hmm. and I like I got down to the the entryway or whatever and I the water it didn't look like it was bad. It had gone down a lot, and I was like, I'm just going to risk it. And it wasn't deep at all. So <laughs> that was my week. <laughs> that was my weekend. The girl who loves to be at home was wanting to get out of the house. Mm. <laughs> probably only because, you know, I couldn't. You know, that was probably the only reason why I was dying. To That's how out. I am during anyway, snow days. <laughs> yes. Like, I go crazy during snow days. So tonight, I am drinking. <laughs> Walgreens squad. <laughs> so, listeners, I am out of town right now, and I'm at a hotel. So we, I am recording. Well, I guess we always record remotely, <laughs> but I'm recording remotely. I'm not at home, and I forgot I needed to grab something to drink. So I just stopped by Walgreens, which is right next to the hotel, and got some white Zinfandel. Chateau Diana (laughs) is actually not half bad. (laughs) I start. I really wanted a Merlot, but sometimes I don't like cheap Merlot. Like I, I just didn't want to risk it. So I was like, let me get something white and light that I know that they can't really mess up. So it's actually. 
actually not that bad. And I'm drinking it out of, you know, those coffee <laughs> cups they have in the room for you to make coffee. I'm drinking it out of a styrofoam cup. I feel so classy. You know what? I have some extra, like, like the plastic wine glasses that you can take to the pool. So I'm going to make you that. Ooh. I'm going to put your initials or whatever <laughs> on it so you can take it when you travel. For traveling. You ain't got to drink out of coffee cup. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> This way I get to have my drink and it ain't nobody business. There it goes. <laughs> but that's all I, I actually forgot. Um, I went to the next level in Nigerian auntie this weekend. Okay. <laughs> so I made uh, this thing we call pepper soup. Because I was having like congestion mm. and allergies. I meant to ask you how the uh, soup turned out. It was good. <laughs> but I was blowing my nose. <laughs> I was sweating. My mom called me. She's like, you're red. And I'm like, yes, because this is so spicy. But it was so good. But I felt like, you know, as I was whipping it up, I saw my ancestors looking down on me, you know. It's pride. Like, there's a sight. This here is a Nigerian auntie. <laughs> so I was like, yes. So it opened you up and got you breathing yes. freely. And then now I feel like, a, a right. strong Nigerian auntie woman. <laughs> well, I would like to have some of this soup. So whenever I come and visit, just make some, and I will take a Zantac. <laughs> so my acid reflux. The day, next day <laughs> was place. a struggle, but um, <laughs> okay. Like like okay. I said, I I actually put like three full size habaneros, and then I tossed in one of the habanero. I grew habaneros all summer last year, and two. Um, actually, like, happened, <laughs> and so they're in my freezer. But they're the size of an acorn, so <laughs> I just threw it in there for emotional support with the rest of them. But yeah, so you were actually just making everything hotter than it needed to be. Yeah, is that what? You're and then it had yeah. <laughs> but okay. I'm telling you, it cleared my allergies out. I believe you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Moving along. All right. <laughs> so the first thing, I guess we got to talk about it because everybody's talking about it, but left to me, we wouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> what she's trying to say is it's my fault for putting it in the show notes. <laughs> yes. Um, but we had to talk about the... The Chloe Kylie Jordan thing of the Kardashian Jenner yes. world. And literally, I'm going to read to you yes. what I had on my notes to start. Is someone yeah. releasing something? Are they jealous of Beyonce's Insta activity? Mm-hmm. Why are they acting out? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. why? <laughs> why are we talking about them? And you know what? I really believe that. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say I really believe that it's a hoax or that it's not true, but the new season is airing. So when you ask if someone's selling <laughs> something, yes, the new season is starting. I don't remember exact. I don't remember exactly when it starts because I don't watch the show anymore. But it is starting, so that's why a lot of people are kind of like, hmm, are y'all just trying to because they do this yeah. quite often. They do this. I feel like um, I oscillate between. I don't know. Um, I don't truly feel sorry for 
any of the, you know, Kardashian dinners. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I think we talked about it in text. Somebody did this to Black China. Somebody did this to Trina. So mm-hmm. I don't feel bad that Jordan mm-hmm. did this to Chloe. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> so Kylie, Kylie did it to Black China. And at the time, Black China was friends mm-hmm. with Kim, like pretty good friends with Kim. As a matter of fact, Chris was working on getting Black China her own show. So they were, and they live like in the yeah. same neighborhood. So they were pretty cool. And then Kylie got with Tiger. So he did that to China. Okay. So then, but Chloe did this to Trina. Trina and Kim were really good friends. You know, they have like a little friend. Well, they had, I don't think mm-hmm. Trina's a part of it anymore, but you know, they had a little friend click with like Kim, Trina, Lala, Kelly, and Sierra. And um, they had a little click or whatever. And Trina was, <laughs> so she was dating French Montana. And he actually was like, bought a new place in Miami, had Trina out, like buying furniture. Just, I mean, this was his woman. And then that's then you know he with Chloe. So that's why it's so hard for me to have any sympathy. I mean, I, I do feel bad for Chloe because she has a young child and I and I feel like she would have let him go a long time ago had she not been trying to keep her family together. So that's the only reason why I kind of feel sorry for her. But other than that, <laughs> it's like girl. <laughs> Got <he. laughs> It's like you reap what you sow. And then people but, so what I I must say somebody posted a picture and was like, Can you blame Jordan? And there were like two pictures of Tristan and I was just like, Hmm That's not you know, like he's not he's a okay. he looks like the average black male basketball player. Like he <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> and that was like that was going to be my next point was like, um, <laughs> yes, I can blame Jordan because Tristan does any and everything, okay? He is community penis. Jordan has been taken care of by the Kardashians her almost her whole life. Like, she's living with Kylie. Like, Kylie's bought her cars. Kylie bought her body. <laughs> When Kylie got her work done, she got Jordan work done too. There is no way I'm gonna give up my good thing for some community penis. There's just no way. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna risk it. I'm not gonna risk it. Like you literally was living the life, doing nothing. Your only job was to be this girl's best friend. That's it. That was your only job. But you just had to have that penis. No. Today I was like, well. I'm doing my Iyanla <laughs> hand slap on the table, not on my well, watch. <laughs> I mean, today I was like, oh, she's 21. <laughs> she's young. And yeah, she is young, but I still. Yeah. I mean, no. yeah, 30 no. year old me, like, absolutely not. I hate paying bills. But maybe she's never paid a bill before. Okay. Well, she do not know how much it sucks. I'm sure she hasn't. <laughs> But, you know, no matter how old I am, I know not to sleep with my best friend's brother-in-law. This is true. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't have an age so there was, on it. And especially oh, when... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. There was one source that was like, uh, 
when they went to a party a couple weeks ago, Jordan had told Chloe that she was going to stay with him all night uh, <laughs> to make sure so no other girls come up on him. And I was like, that was, that's the lie that's going to send you to hell. <laughs> and see, right. if you have to do all of that, if you got to do right. all that with your man, let him go, sis. Let him go. I'll be doggone. I'm not going to hire a babysitter for you. Nope. <laughs> but anyway, I just, I had to add it, Joy, because I feel like it is our responsibility to talk about what is going on in pop culture. And that is something that's going on. Yeah. I mean, you. it's not that I haven't talked about it before, <laughs> but I just, you know, after a day, I'm like, I'm done talking about this. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going on to another disappointing white woman. <laughs> uh, oh. This chick, um, she's I think the Astros owner's ex-wife. So she decided she wanted to roll up on this cute little black black family, taking a picture of their toddler for her first birthday. And the thing about it is, like in that neighborhood, I guess people who live there have complained about people being there. And the city of Houston is like it's a sidewalk; it's community property. You cannot claim this. Right. So Sally brings right. her barefoot ass, <laughs> size 11 ass, barefoot ass, Bare out with her little Pomeranian to fight people. At some point, she was like, because the dad was filming her acting the way she was, and she kept pushing up on him. And I'm like, if he, <laughs> you know, if he just flinch a little bit, it's going to be, you know, a case. So why do you think he can? Exactly. Exactly. And he would have been well within his rights to knock her flat on her ass, but we all know what that result would have been. Some black didn't. But it was just like, girl, what? First of all, you were in your car. You got out of your car to harass these people trying to take a picture of their baby. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't. Do they get paid for not minding their own I'm business? Just like... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why it behooves you so much to get out of your car and come harass this family. Like it didn't. My make thing sense. is like we're minding our business in Africa. We stole people and brought them here. Treat mm-hmm. you know like beat down, rape them, do all this stuff, and then we get past slavery, and y'all still can't leave us alone. Like, why? what is it about us that you feel like you just gotta keep going on and messing with us? Like, then she issued this little, what <laughs> she called an apology, saying that, I am very sorry that I got upset on late Saturday afternoon. It's hard to remain composed when confronted by shouted threats of lawsuits and false inflammatory accusations. So you know those accusations were racist. You and know, uh, you are. Benjamin Croom is <laughs> on his way. <laughs> you thought a shout of a lawsuit was a problem. You know he's already there <laughs> in their living room. Oh <laughs> Where I am befuddled is how do you turn this around to say it's hard to remain composed when confronted by shouts? <laughs> You're the one who came over there. I don't understand how she, in her mind, turned this around. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I do understand. I do understand. I do. I do. 
So sidewalk, right. Sally, screw you. Um, so another, uh, I don't know, something that makes me happy until people were on their bullshit. So Megan Michael uh, skipped across the pond to come to a baby shower um, <laughs> held for her by Serena Williams. And so <laughs> it was just a really sweet thing. And it was kind of like, it was kind of like when Beyonce got married and the gossip blogs just kept posting pictures. So we don't really know what happened. <laughs> yeah, we don't really, we don't really know what happened. <laughs> um, one thing I did want to know. Um, <laughs> Aunt Gail <laughs> looked like the auntiest person at this. It is. <laughs> I was like, Did that she? gift bag looks like it's been through some stuff. <laughs> Listen, why are we saying the same thing? When I saw those pictures, I said, everybody else is stepping in with these yeah. nice, chic gifts, <laughs> gift bags, looking like couture. She looked like she went to Walmart. I going to get rid of Target. <laughs> 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 It was she. I mean, she did look like auntie. She looked like <laughs> she was just ready. Gail was ready. I love Gail. I need to have. Yeah, I was wondering like, like how that I guess relationship circle occurred. <laughs> I was like, how did Miss Gail get into this? But, I don't know. Yeah. Well, one thing that I wasn't aware of was that she's getting a lot yeah. of negative press in the UK. I didn't know that. And I don't like it. And so um, I just hope that she feels that, hey, we love you over here, girl. Mm -hmm. You are our princess. Uh, We has turned you into the Black Mona Lisa. We love you. Yeah, I was going to say on the flip side, uh, the English tabloids are acting out. Um, Part of it is like, even like in general, I think when Kate, was pregnant with her third a lot of people were mad because they're like we can't afford to have three kids how are y'all living off our dime <laughs> and stuff like that so a the tabloids are never going to be happy but they do take this opportunity to be racist about maggie which is not fair because at the end of the day she's half y'all too <laughs> like you can't how are you gonna be racist against somebody who's half y'all <laughs> like i don't that means nothing she black <laughs> But, but um, also, the paparazzi over there is something else. Like, it's way worse than over here. Yeah. And I don't think they have defamation. Yeah. Like, we do. <laughs> but, and then, uh, yeah, overall, <laughs> like, I think because she is also, she's black, she's American, so in their mind, she can't do right whatsoever. <laughs> you know? And it's it's stupid. But I'm hoping that, like, she's just not keeping yeah. her mind on that. Even the fact that she had a baby shower, people were mad because they were like, you know, I don't know. They were like mad because people bought them presents. I don't know. Acting like they're spending the money on it. I don't know. But yeah, that it was ridiculous. to me, but <laughs> whatever. Mm. Um, so I just feel like when y'all give me a baby shower, Y'all need to make sure y'all have a cotton machine. Uh, like Princess Megan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what else does she have? 
<laughs> I don't remember, but I just remember saying cotton candy machine. Now that just spells elegance. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask because I think it said that like Serena spent like $200,000. I thought you were going to ask for a $200,000 yes, baby shower. And now you can, I had to block you. Can, you. you can put up a love <laughs> I think we know enough mutual people that you can make it happen. Mm hmm. Do a GoFundMe. <laughs> He's gonna take you on this two hundred dollar group coupon date. <laughs> but anyway, that that was like a bright spot in the week. Moving along to the Oscars, and so if y'all follow me on Twitter, I was super active yes, last you night. Were. <laughs> <laughs> with my thoughts, and uh, so I actually watched the Oscars live until. A little bit before 10, because 10 o'clock is my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to go. <laughs> but um, overall, the Oscars was really great without it host. Really, without <laughs> or a, like a, really without was. a host. Wait, I'm yeah. saying it really was like I was. But watched. I will <laughs> say if, yeah, <laughs> I will say if there wasn't, if they needed to have a host. They started off with like Rashida Jones, no, Maya Rudolph. Sorry, I mix, I mix my happy. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, happy birthday, Rashida Jones. Today's her birthday. But anyways, um, Maya Rudolph, the girl that played Leslie. No, God. the the girl that played who? The, I didn't hear what you said. Play who? And then somebody. Probably else. Tina. Was it Tina Fey? But anyways, yeah. But they're all funny girls, and I thought that would have been really cute. But they really did really well without one, and I don't know if we fully need it. Um, moving forward. Um, but so I didn't watch, but I went back and watched highlights as usual, and I watched speeches of you know people that I needed to see for Regina King. First of all, I love <sighs> when she came up for her to get her award. And her and Maya, like, had a sister girl hug out. Like, yes, girl, we did it. Like, <laughs> that really set my soul on fire. Like, I really love that. And her speech yeah. was so moving. Was that her boyfriend that walked her up? Um, I don't remember that The part. internet was saying that. Uh, but I don't know if they were just being, like, joking or whatever. I, anyway, she looked great. Her speech was yeah. good. It made me tear up. Um, It was good. So I actually saw it Field Street Talk, and I'm really happy for her winning. But it's weird to me that, like, across all the award shows, they've nominated her as supporting role, but then they were nominated the girl as, like, the primary person. I feel like that happens all the time. But <laughs> I know. Yeah. That um also brings me to uh, Herschela. <laughs> <laughs> Which... It just irritates me to my soul that the Green Book is about the black guy, but they made it about the white person and had a movie and then had it win. I really want to know. <laughs> the best movie. I really want to know how Mahersh, and I'm sure he said, and I just haven't researched it to see, but I really want to know how Mahershala feels about having played that role and been in that movie when the movie is getting so much backlash specifically from the family. Like, I wonder how he feels about that. Yeah. I'm sure he said it, and I just haven't, you know, looked into it, but he's fine, so 
<laughs> yeah. Like, I'm happy that he won as a supporting role, but it just doesn't make sense to me fundamentally. The The story was about a black man. How did he become second, <laughs> you know, second fiddle? I don't understand. But, um, I didn't yeah. either. But I think it's from the yeah. white man's perspective. And I think the. And I think. Yeah, the movie I understand. Is, I think the white man is the lead in the movie because it's his story. And then it's just about, you know, his time as a driver for a black position. But that's, you know, that's part of the backlash. It's like, why did you have to whitewash the story? Why did you have to change it and yeah. create a white savior? Why did you have to do that? Like, you didn't have to. <laughs> so there were other... So basically, the whole movie, I think, the or the whole Oscars, it was really between Black Panther, um, Roma, The Favorite, A Star is Born. It seems like... And the um, it seems like <laughs> Black Panther, you know, was the darling this year. What do you think? It was good. I just feel like, uh, really, like, they won kind of more background yes. things so like best yes. costume design which I'm really excited because both costume design and what was that the, other uh, one? Production design or the, the I keep wanting to say set. Yeah. It's not set. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them were black yes. women who had won for the first time. Yes. <laughs> and I was super excited for them. And then I think they won like best um, the best, uh, yeah, music. the original score. What's original score? Which I was really sad because I really wanted, um, not sad, but I wanted it feels she could talk to be a part of it at least because their music was. Oh, okay. I, I, I still <laughs> haven't seen it, so I don't know what their music was like. Um, <laughs> and it it is production design, the other one that they won. That's the, yeah, I did watch yeah. their speeches as well very good very moving i yeah. did watch so nobody told me bradley cooper could sing for real <laughs> so i did watch gaga and bradley do their little duet and i thought they were gonna start making out on stage <laughs> i was like what is <laughs> so they said <laughs> they said oh sorry i just dropped my notepad um Basically, they said that the best Oscar goes to Bradley Cooper's girlfriend because she's acting like she don't I mean, like the sexual tension between I mean, really? Gaga and Bradley and Cooper. And isn't he married? No, he has a girlfriend. Oh. Well, he frees me up for girlfriend. And Lady Gaga just got like broken up for engagement. Yeah, I knew that. So I feel like he could drop that girlfriend and they could get I agree. And report back. I agree. Um... <laughs> Yeah, like even in like the movie, they had a lot of like chemistry. Yeah, um, chemistry that you believe. Yeah. And I believe so it. Like... <laughs> Just seeing them on that stage, I mean, I I thought they yeah. were gonna start making out on the stage, right? And that's how the movie was, though. So, um, it's very a strong Mister Mrs. Smith type chemistry. Ooh. <laughs> we may be hearing but, something later uh, on then. We might be hearing rumors later on. <laughs> right. Everybody on Twitter is like, so when y'all don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Including me. <laughs> I think um 
the highlight for me, of course, is going to be Spike Lee. Oh, man. Oh, my oh, God. Man. You, I, I don't have to say it. You already know I cried. Like, I, <laughs> it was just beautiful the way he ran up on stage, the way he jumped on Samuel. It was just all, and he's so deserved. Like, Spike do a lot of stuff that, like, gets under my skin for sure. But he mm-hmm. so deserves. He deserves. And I feel personally proud, like, I know him personally. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I really, I really thought. Did you see the movie um, Miracle at Saint Anna? Mm-mm. That's that's a movie of his that I thought that was going to be his Oscar moment, but it was a lot of backlash um, from the French government behind that movie, and they ended up pulling it out of theaters. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I, I really thought that was going to be his moment, and so I'm just glad that he finally got a chance. Like, I'm glad he finally got it. I'm still happy. I'm still, like, on cloud nine. Well, it was just so cute because first off, Samuel L. started by telling him that the next one. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, like, that report. But then, like, literally, like, the picture of him and Samuel L., like, like <laughs> he, like, hopped up on Samuel yes. L. and gave him a hug. And I was just like, this is black boy joy. I kind of want it to be my background. Like, I'm just so happy for them. It is. Oddly enough, I was listening to NPR this morning. That's not odd. I do that every day. But anyways, um, so apparently when he came out with Do the Right Thing, he got snubbed for Best Movie by Driving Miss Daisy. And then this year, first of all, I was shocked that Black Clans didn't want anything because <laughs> I was like, I just knew these white people were going to feel attacked. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he got snubbed for Best Movie again for Green Book. <laughs> so it's like he get, keeps getting snubbed for yeah. that same yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, for the same. Yeah, you're right. And, and of course, <laughs> in true Spike style, when they, you know, when they do the little interviews after the award show, he didn't hold back and saying that was a bad choice. Like they shouldn't have won. <laughs> they shouldn't have won. And I don't think he's wrong with that. His speech was really great. Of course, Yao's president thought it was about him. But I mean, I guess this is talking about hmm. oppression and oppressors. I guess you do think it's about you. Like, not wow. once did he, you know, not once did he mention anything about that man about him or any of the other whites. The whole speech was yeah. about my <laughs> ancestors looking down on me and being happy for me. The whole speech was about how my family sacrificed for me that I could be here today. It had nothing to do with y'all. But yet, he want to make a comment. <laughs> See, that's just, oh God. That's what I just can't say. Hit dogs holler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was just, <sighs> man, go somewhere. I will say, I think um I'm not talking about forty five anymore, but um I think it was just a tough year for a lot of movies. So I think if a star is born had been in another year, <laughs> they would have won a lot more than they did. You really like um, a star is born, don't you? <laughs> it's it's really good. I, I know I know I realized when I got into the outside world that, you know, other people are annoyed with Lady Gaga. But it's a really good movie. That other people what? Bradley Cooper are annoyed with Why? her. Why? And I don't know. But um, 
I'm not a, I don't know. I, Overall, I love was, her as an actress, but I, I just hadn't seen that movie. But I, she does yeah. American Horror Story like nobody else. Like, I love her as an actress, <laughs> so I'm not annoyed yeah. at all. Okay. But as well, soon as I heard those that are they, really good movie. It's just you go cry for like three days. As soon as I heard that they won, I was like, yes, Doyen. <laughs> and I actually, Cause I planned <laughs> on watching the movie this past weekend, yeah. but it was like almost 10 o'clock by the time I was like, okay, let me sit down and watch it. And then it was like over two hours. And I was like, no, this is not going to happen tonight. <laughs> so I am going to watch it. I'm just going to have to make sure I start it a little earlier and I'll, I'll call you crying. <laughs> I literally, we started in the morning because we were like, oh, yeah, we'll go cry and get over it. <laughs> Anyways, so one thing I thought was weird was that Bette Midler saying the place where the last things go. <laughs> and I was like, she was not on Mary Poppins whatsoever. Why is she here? <laughs> Why is she here? She's just trying to get back in our good graces. Just trying to get back in there. And I loved it when uh Emily Blunt sang it. So I was like, why are you here? <laughs> Oddly enough, like in the in memoriam, I wasn't really looking because I didn't want to get in my feelings. And I happened to glance up and I saw Stan Lee. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh hey feelings, I didn't see you there. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> nice to get to show up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, by the way, speaking of Stan Lee. Into the Spider Verse one something, and I was really happy about that. It was just a lot of great movies that came out in the past year. Yeah. So it was like it really was. It really was. That movie, well, is the I don't know what to call it short film. That one, uh, the period, the period end <laughs> so of. So you know, go watch that, right? Say what? <laughs> this is so you know, go watch that, right? <laughs> I am. I am going to watch it. Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, do you say you are gonna watch it yes me too that's what i was about to say like um the little short short documentary i'm definitely gonna watch that i'm gonna have to find it and watch it i'll probably watch all of them since they're short and i like documentaries yeah i used to a long time ago try to watch all the movies that were nominated for something yeah (laughs) i used to do that um i got Mm -hmm. out of doing it a while back but so many like I haven't seen Roma, so I feel like I need to see that. I need to see if Bill Street is caught. I need to see Stars Born. Period. End of sentence. Like, so I think I'm gonna, you know, I think I'm gonna have a day of just kind of watching Oscar noms. I think of the popular ones. I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody. I haven't seen Roma. Vice, but I don't really want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> it's all good but anyway it yeah. was like um a good night i'm glad that um some of our faves did walk away with little trophies yeah so moving along uh for our someone something section it's one of those things where i'm so excited they're they're making history but i'm like also it's 2018 mm-hmm. <laughs> or 19 <Yep. laughs> and we're still we're still doing first so i want to start with the first one it's actually funny because i knew this about cynthia marshall considering she is ceo of the map but then i forgot and then you reminded me 
<laughs> but she is the first African-American woman CEO of an NBA team. And so um, actually during Black History Month, she had, we, they had a special Black History game. And so, okay. you know, packed with Black people. <laughs> and I heard it was a lot of fun, but um, I didn't go. But <laughs> I guess I was a little shocked that it was Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dallas is a big city, yes, but I still equate Dallas, Texas, South. So uh, that was a nice little surprise to me. It was interesting because when she first stepped into her role, she had an interview with uh, the Today Show, and she was like, it's 2018. I shouldn't be the first of anything in 2018. Here we I are. think part of it was like Mark Cuban was trying to change the narrative of the previous CEOs, so I think yeah. she's had a struggle, but I think, I think she's doing great. I really think it's been great that at least it, me who doesn't really pay attention can still see that, hey, she's doing stuff in the name of diversity. Yeah, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on these. We can link these um, little, they're small articles too. Yeah. We can link these in the show notes so people can read them. But I do want to mention a quote that she gave, which I thought was so perfect. But she said, diversity is being invited to the party, but inclusion is being asked to dance. And that is so freaking mm. true. Everybody wants to be inclusive, and they think that that means, oh, we'll just hire someone black or brown. Yay, we're done. <laughs> and it's like, no, you can't just have me here. I have to participate. And you have to let me participate. Well, you don't have to let me do anything because I'm going to participate. But you have to. <laughs> but you don't have to let me. I'm going to do it. But you have to take what I have to offer. That'll preach. <laughs> um, the next one was Shelby uh, Buffalo, New York. And she was the first African American woman fire lieutenant. So, way to go for her. It was funny because she said she had taken the exam and uh, she didn't receive a call back about the position until like six years later. <laughs> and I okay, would have been so, like, fuck you and your position. <laughs> but isn't the exam, isn't it a physical exam? Yeah. A lot changes with me in six years. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> my body is nothing like it was six years ago. Yeah. So it's like, how are you just going to call me in six years? That's crazy. The next one was Dr. Nadine Burke Harris. And at first when I saw her, I was like, how old is she? Like, <laughs> but it was like, yeah. hardcore black don't crack. But um, she became California's first Surgeon General. Uh, first Ooh. black woman, <laughs> you know. But um, Well, th- she's their first Surgeon General, period. Oh, really? How have they been mm-hmm. running around with that one? I thought I well, I I don't think I don't think every state has their <laughs> own surgeon general. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think every state has. Okay, <laughs> but uh, she's advocating for children's physical and mental health, so super excited for her. She's super. Cute. I when I saw her picture, and I hate to do this, like I hate to do this because I hate the sentence. Like I want to focus on her accomplishments. Mm-hmm. But all I could think of was, oh my gosh, she is gorgeous. Right. Her skin is everything. Like, I want to, <laughs> I 
Like, I don't want to take away that this woman is accomplished, okay? Like, she's done some things. But also, girl, what is your skincare routine? Right. I, at first, like, literally, I looked at her, and she's like, she's my age. Like, what is she talking about? And then I went back and looked, like, around the eyes. And I was like, okay, she's a little bit yeah you can see a little bit around the eyes but she's gorgeous and I was like I mean girl congrats on everything (laughs) having a good career and good skin you go girl you're winning because you gotta pick one for me (laughs) so anyway and then the last one that we wanted to shout out was Andrea Lewis so she was the first black woman pilot in the Georgia Air National Guard and she's super gorgeous too. And <laughs> um, um, it's just interesting. It's like, how, <laughs> how are we continuing think- to be first in twenty But <laughs> in something like the military, you know what yeah. I mean? It's something like the military where we've been, <laughs> where we've been there so long, whether by force or by choice. Yeah. But still, how are we? Still having first. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Funny enough. Um, um, I like that she was still a flight attendant while she's also a pilot. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Like, <laughs> delay my brain work. <laughs> I gotta run the show, and that's my struggle. <laughs> oh, but nah. um, yeah. No, I was gonna say the funny thing is, I think. Today, they um somebody the courts a lot ruled like the whole male drafting unconstitutional because women can now fight in combat, and so now they're like we're gonna draft everybody, and I'm like ah, I'm too old for that. <laughs> but oh, good. It's interesting because she's okay. just thirty one. She's making history. She's just 31. That's what I thought, too. I was like, man, she's a baby. <laughs> I mean, that's another testament to just how hard we have to work and how much we have to yeah. do. All righty, then. Well, moving along again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for our poor life decision, we wanted to talk about setting goals. So for the first <laughs> article we read, it was actually about why you need to set goals. Because, again, you got to reason with us. <laughs> I need right. to know why. <laughs> <laughs> we were those kids. <laughs> I wanted to um, ask, Chris, what was your favorite reason on why to set a goal? So I think it gives like six. And even though we're going to just kind of go over a couple, y'all be sure to look at the article so you can learn the importance of setting goals. <laughs> <laughs> the one that stood out the most for me was Goals transform insurmountable mountains into walkable people. If you have something you want to do, something you want to accomplish, set those little goals as milestones to help you get there. And that is so important for me. I'm the type, I need to be able to check things off my list. Like I need to, I need to be able to check things off my list so that I feel that things are getting done. So that, that was the one that really really stood out to for me because when you think about something, just thinking about something you want to do, sometimes it can feel overwhelming. Sometimes it can feel just too big to accomplish. But when you sit down and write it out and make those goals, it feels easier because 
when you write your goals, which we'll talk about later in how to write goals, you're going to make it in bite-sized chunks. Yeah. So that makes it a lot easier. And it's like, you know what? I can do this. That's the one that stuck out the most to me. Which one of the reasons hit you at home? To to your point, yes, we can. But um, yes. So <laughs> mine was goals help us believe in ourselves. And so um, this year I, I said about, well, just generally for the year 2019 and being an adult over 30, <laughs> Uh, just really trying to bear my life in areas where I saw lack, and so one of it was physical yeah. health. And so, literally, my goal is to go to the gym four times. And because I keep hitting that goal week after week after week, <laughs> you have been hitting that goal. Um, it helps me. <laughs> like you are, yeah. you are my. Hero. <laughs> I I'm half the time. I'm still. I'm still never gonna be that person. It's like. Because I've seen myself push through and power through in that area, then I feel like I can begin showing myself discipline and planning in another area and meet that goal as well. So, um, yeah, that's what I love about. Once you do meet that little goal, even like I'm big about sometimes I'll just write something I already did on my to-do list just so I can cross it out so I can feel better. believe in myself that I can do the other thing (laughs) so (laughs) we definitely know that there are advantages to setting goals so next step is well how do we set goals and the next article gives you a little rundown of five tips for setting goals again please be sure you check out the article specifically this one because it has a little embedded video and the video is pretty good Mm -hmm. too it breaks it down into five steps and the first one is set goals that motivate set goals that are high priority in your life so if it doesn't mean anything you're not gonna stick to it like to me that's just basic (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna set a goal for something that doesn't mean anything to me like i'm not gonna i don't know I'm not going to set a goal to say, oh, I am not going to smoke any cigarettes for three weeks. Well, I don't smoke. <laughs> so that's, 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 that's purposeless for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or let's say, you know, I set a goal. I'm not going to set a goal that I'm going to go to jazzercise like three times a week. Because while I do have to set goals for working out, I'm not going to go mm-hmm. exercise. Like, it's not important to me. I'm not going to do it. I hate group exercising. <laughs> so I'm not going to yeah. stick to it. So when you prioritize, you have to stick to, you know, you have to pick things that you're going to stick to. And Doyen, just jump in whenever you get ready. So the second one is to set SMART goals. Now, honestly, this step is really the only yeah. step you need. <laughs> it's to set those SMART goals. Your goals should be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. And those of us who have worked with doing behavior modifications before, like they, it follows this same thing as well. So um, that lets me know this is scientifically based. <laughs> so set specific goals. Like 
I can say, you know, and this is true for me, you know, I just want to be a better person. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be a better person. But I mean, I can't leave it that broad because that's too big. That's too much. And it's not easy to consume and it's not easy to see what the end result is. You know what I mean? It's not measurable. So you have to be. So I guess for me, I said, I like broad objectives and I break it into goals and then I break it into tactics. (laughs) And so, yeah, yeah. like, so yeah, my broad objective was to be a better person. My goal was I need to improve my finances. I need to help, you know, (laughs) you know, things like that. And so then I could break it down to, you know, work out four times a week, you know, for X amount of time, try to lose X amount of weight, things like that. So, you know yeah. me, uh, you've seen that I love an outline. So I love having <laughs> a main point and then like an <laughs> under point and then three under under points. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Doyen is the queen of journaling. <laughs> I have not mastered that skill yet. So the next one is to set measurable goals. So, and that's kind of like what Doyen said. So you already said, okay, I want to be a better person. I want to improve my health. Well, how am I going to measure that? You said you want to go to the gym four times a week. So that is your measurable Mm -hmm. goal. And it needs to be something quantitative so that you can easily see, hey, did I meet this? Did I not? Because of important part of goal setting too is evaluation you have to evaluate you have to reflect and see how you did or see if you accomplished what you said you're going to so your goal should be measurable and going to the gym is something you can measure now okay so uh, doing your goal was for four Mm -hmm. times out of the week so for you that's an attainable goal and that feels pretty attainable to me too But if it's someone who's like truly a couch potato, like never worked out, never went to the gym, never, you know, very sedentary, like you've never done anything physical, that may not be attainable. Or if you're someone who say you have small kids and have a lot of other stuff going on, you may not be able to get to the gym four times a week, set an attainable goal. So make it, maybe I go twice a week. You have to make your goal fit what's attainable for you. Otherwise, it's not going to. Don't set yourself up to fail. Like, yeah, but I'm very sedentary. I've been <laughs> four times a week. <laughs> you were not I was, very I wasn't sedentary. doing shit before like that. You, you, but you have. Like, you had you had just gotten out mm. of practice. So you just needed to get back <laughs> in practice. One of the things that people used to say, and I'm sure I'm going to say it wrong, that used to irritate me it's like shoot for the moon and if you miss you'll be among the stars or something like that I don't but it I mean one of my best friends in high school used to say that all the time and it irritated me to no end because it's like no I want to set a goal that I can accomplish there's nothing wrong with shooting for the moon but if I shoot for the moon I'm gonna make it like I'm gonna shoot for the stars first then I'm gonna shoot for the moon like I'm gonna do this in chunks I Make it something that you can attain. Don't set yourself up for failure. The next one is your goals should be relevant. There is 
no need for me again to set a goal about smoking cigarettes when that's not <laughs> relevant to me. I need to set goals for the gym <laughs> because that would be relevant to me, you know. And the last one in that set is time bound. Give yourself a certain time where you're going to come back and look at it. And with going to the gym weekly at the end of the week, you can look back and say, hey, I did or I didn't. The time part to me is the most important part because it's a set deadline for you to evaluate and see, hey, did I accomplish this goal with accuracy and integrity? Did I do this? If you don't have that deadline set, <laughs> it's just going to keep, oh, I'll start next Oh, I'll start next right. week. And I am saying this from experience <laughs> because that's how I am. Yeah. Okay. The third tip. Oh, go yeah, ahead. I was just going to agree. Uh, I think you do have to overall bullshit check yourself with goals. <laughs> so, <Yes>. like. <laughs> Listen, that's something we should be doing. We're going we're gonna to do a show about that, too, because I feel like people in general just are not. <laughs> oh, they're <enough>. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> just you know you, sometimes you gotta reflect maybe it's you you gotta know when it's you <laughs> but yeah like so, I feel like there is especially with goal keeping like I'm making a meal plan now and I'm making times for me to like just bullshit and not cook <laughs> because I know that I'm not gonna cook every meal of mine every week <laughs> yeah are you planning to cook five nights out okay. of the week? <laughs> no, I'm saying like, what? What is your goal? Um, like, how are you? We're good. Listen, we are. We my are goal is sticking on. to my okay. plan. <laughs> and so, like, well, what is the okay, plan? So today <laughs> I have to make chicken and green beans for dinner, and then half of it for lunch tomorrow. Tomorrow I have class, so honestly speaking, may or may not cook it, <laughs> but uh. I have salmon because that's really fast and easy. But if not, I'm just going to go get some to eat. So you haven't said, like, I'm going to cook this no, number of days out of. <laughs> oh. It has to be attainable. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to write it out because I got this really cute notebook. Scaring you? Does... No, 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 no. Scary does not equal unattainable. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Let me say it one more time. Scary does not equal unattainable. <laughs> just because something scares us, and you know me, you know, if something scares me, I just don't do it. <laughs> so I'm talking to myself. But if something scares us, that doesn't mean that it's not attainable. <sighs> you know, it just means you have to move within that fear. Something that you're not going to be able to do with, because like whatever night you have class, like that Tuesday night, you know, well, that doesn't make sense to really put that pressure on yourself to cook on Tuesday night. If you do cook that night, great. But if not, fine. So it's like, okay, I'm going to cook Monday. I know I can't cook Tuesday. Um, uh, I'm going to cook Wednesday. And I'm going to cook Thursday. I'm going to eat out Friday. So it's like, you know, set a goal. And even though it feels a bit much, feels a little scary, set it, try it. And one thing about it is you can always go back to the drawing board and say, okay, but again, that's a moment where you have to be truly reflective and you have to be able to know the difference between this isn't working because I'm not trying 
this is not working because it's I don't too much of a conflict. So. <laughs> 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 <It's> just, <laughs> anyway, anyway. So the third tip is to set your goals in writing. Mm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, I I felt like that would be your favorite tip. So <laughs> I do I do like to write. I do like to set my goals. I actually just got some more planner stuff. Um, <laughs> you did you you did no, buy the daily planner? Landed up with um <laughs> a travel journal. Oh, yeah. that's right. You but me. um, but then I bought it in the wrong size, so I had to buy more travel journal stuff. Anyways. <laughs> But um, I do like, you know, their first tip was frame your goal statement positively. Um, I've been really kind of on the fence about having a vision board this year. But I decided that I was going to do it <laughs> in my planner. And um, one of the things I'm putting on my vision board is meeting Beyonce because I'm trying to put it out <laughs> in the atmosphere <laughs> and hopefully it returns to me fulfilled. <laughs> I just, just, just try to put it out. But um, uh, there's other goals of my life that I really want to have in writing, such as um, especially with my class that I've been going to, Financial Peace University, and um, just thinking about a life and imagining the life of being debt free. <laughs> I know it's not gonna happen yeah. today, tomorrow, or the day after that. But <laughs> you know, trying to envision it for myself and make it real for myself so i might even have a castle on my vision board because i want to retire and buy a castle. oh <laughs> castles are large and drafty and moldy i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> every year for the past uh four or five years i've bought materials <laughs> to make a vision board and i have yet to make a vision board <laughs> And I buy oh, good materials. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have a little arts and crafts section set up. My um, my I have a vision board, and there's like Oprah <laughs> on it. It has nothing to do with my vision. I just like Oprah, and I just wanted to see her. Uh, <laughs> same thing with Beyonce, where it's just like mm, I just want to be on my vision board. So <laughs> it's so around trying to be more intentional, especially like. Big goals and small. So, like, yeah, I want to get yeah. out of debt. Yeah, I want to um, see Beyonce or meet her in person. But also, like, what are some small things that I can look back this time next year and be like, hey, I'm at that goal. So I feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. So our fourth tip is to make an action plan. And I'm just going to read this straight from the article. It says, this step is often missed in the process of goal setting. You get so focused on the outcome that you forget to plan all of the steps that are needed along the way by writing out the individual steps and then crossing each one off as you complete it, you'll realize that you are making progress towards your ultimate goal. This is especially important if your goal is big and demanding or long term. can't say it enough make a plan and the very fifth tip the very fifth tip. <laughs> The very last and fifth tip, stick with it. Stick with it. If you mess up, it's okay to start over again. Or actually, it's okay to just keep going. And, you know, chart that. 
I love charting. Um, mm-hmm. I love charting everything because it's just a real quick visual glance of yeah. how something is going. So if you didn't, you know, meet your goal, plot that on your chart. And then the next week, yeah. meet your goal, plot it. And over time, it'll feel good to look and see, you know, where you had dips. But look here, I pulled myself back up. So I think it's just important to stick with it. So in my planner, it. they have these habit trackers. And I put some stuff on there that I literally have not done all last week. So um, I had, uh, like, read a chapter a day, which I didn't do, and some other things. And um, I literally put on workout just so I could mark some days and feel better about my life. <laughs> I mean, I do that a lot, too. Yeah. I do that a lot, too, with work. I don't do that much in my personal life, but I do that yeah. at work. Be your own cheerleader. <laughs> Amen. Be your own be your own cheerleader, but also be your own um review Accountability person. <laughs> accountability partner. That's it. Be your own accountability partner and be your own best cheerleader. Encourage yourself when you feel like, you know, yeah, this isn't looking too good. And then also be there to say, mm girl know you're wrong you know you could have done this you know that's that's the important part I, accountability is so important in a lot of the in a lot of the things that we talk about but yeah. specifically with goal setting so guys be sure to check out articles that will be in the show notes we're all gonna write goals and we're all going hashtag goals amen, <laughs> amen. hashtag goals so moving on to our <laughs> Favorite part of the pod to buy you a drink. I feel like I haven't done this yet, which is why I'm doing it. But if I have, well, then she gets two. I want to buy a drink for Oprah. <laughs> I don't think you have. I don't think you have. You know, every year drink. of my life, I just grow more and more in love and fandom of Oprah. But uh, literally, she's just been putting a lot of great things out in the atmosphere <laughs> right now. Um, just a lot of great articles I've read about her. And even, like, working out, I think about her being an elliptical. And I'm like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to buy a drink for Oprah. <laughs> I feel like um, she would be nice enough to accept my secret <laughs> tonic. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Oprah would be like, Fine. girl. We go buy her a tequila <laughs> shot from the pajama party. <laughs> yes. She's from yes. Mississippi. She won't accept my secrets. I feel like Oprah will tell you, mm girl, this is like next to the bottom shelf. <laughs> you know what's the bottom shelf? I feel like Oprah will keep yeah. it real. Like, I don't think, I mean, I'm just saying. I, but I also think Oprah's the type that she's like, well, let me go <laughs> right. buy the jeans. <laughs> I feel like she'd lovingly I'll go correct it. me. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be loving. <laughs> I just love Oprah. Um, well, this week, I am going to buy a drink for um, Spike Lee. Again, Yay. I am just so happy for him and proud of him. And I'm going to buy him two drinks. <laughs> because he deserves 
But I also want to buy a shot, okay, <laughs> for the Billy Porter. Because let me tell oh, you something. Yeah. Mr. Porter showed up and showed out. He did what he came to do. Okay. To do. He <laughs> did. Have you seen the little, like, gif with the hard G? Have you seen the gif? I of, haven't um... seen any gifs. <laughs> <laughs> What's a gif? <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> the G literally stands for graphic. <laughs> This is your world. I feel like you should know. That. You would know that tech people constantly fuck up spelling and grammar and pronunciation rules. But anyway, yes. So what are you saying? But uh, <laughs> um, that clip of him and with Gwen Close when she notices him, and she got all of her life. <laughs> she was. It's like she looked, and it kind of caught her by surprise, and then she just. Took a moment and just basked in the glow. Uh, <laughs> I want Billy Porter to be my uncle so bad. <laughs> so bad. I feel like he'll get my skin together. He'll get my wardrobe together. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's just the most amazing person to have in your life. But anyways, that's who I'm buying a drink for. Yeah. I um, was, yeah, he, he killed it for it. But it's so it, funny because, like, in one of my Facebook groups, like, let's talk about this. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Close my tab and kept going. Because <laughs> what y'all will not do is comfort. <laughs> okay. I saw a couple of people try to do that on Twitter, and it was like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. And, <laughs> and this one lady had the perfect comeback. I wish I had had it so I could give it the justice that it deserves but she was like um okay so kilts togas uh the robes that Jesus wore like men throughout history have not worn pants shut up sit down <laughs> like whatever right. let it go it's let it go <laughs> Chadwick's outfit I know <laughs> I know what? I know okay alright so you have <laughs> suffered through another episode of Poor Life Decision. <laughs> um, so oh, we were. Do we have any announcements? No. Just normal stuff. Um, tweet us at Poor Life Decision. No, PLD Pod. That's where we tweet. And then on Instagram, we are Poor Life Decision. We love to chat. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and don't forget, we'll have some journal topics coming up, and we really expect you all to. Chris is giving y'all the teacher voice. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know what it is that you want to work on. Um, Give us ideas. If you don't want everyone in the world to know what you have to say, slide in our DMs. We'll respond. We're not going to leave you on red. I mean, unless you're inappropriate. Otherwise, we'll respond. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See y'all later. Have a good week. Love you. Bye. Love you. See you later. Bye.